Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. I'm Alyssa Simmons, and I'm joined today by my two pals, Dino Nicandros. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. What? <laughs> and today, we remain uh, outside the Tauntaun for the Marvel Disney Plus series Loki, Episode 2, The Variant, written by Elisa Karasik. Directed by Kate Heron, and by God, we're Marvel fans. Oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Okay, so um, I guess everybody just prepare yourself for a four hour Inside the Tauntaun episode. Um, Whoa. It's going to be crazy. Like, the first episode was good. We got, had a lot of exposition, but this episode we just like freaking dove right in and it. Face first into the deep yeah, end. Yeah, I was pool. telling Daniel yesterday when we were sitting together that. Uh, Whereas WandaVision provided a lot of questions but very few answers, mm-hmm. Loki is simultaneously asking questions and answering them in very vivid detail. So fast. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I, nobody, nobody expected. I mean, we, I think we kind of all expected what was going to happen in this episode, but we all thought it was coming, like, maybe at the end of the show. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> the, yeah, and where I does also the show didn't... go from here? My God. It could literally yeah. go everywhere. I didn't expect it like like you said right right away and in this capacity. Right. Welcome to the multiverse um, of madness. Wowza. So yeah, we're not going to do like a, you know, full rehash of this thing, but we'll talk about like Why the main Why are you scared? I am. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about the main kind of bullet points and have those like lead into discussion about it. About all um, the bullets. So, uh, episode kind of starts starts off, and we are going back to 1985 to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, which is another cute little shout, Oshkosh, bagosh. shout, shout, and nod to um, Mark Grunewald, who we talked about uh, in the last episode, who was a comic writer, and they modeled Mo- uh, Mobius after him. I love um, that they they dropped. Before the title card even dropped, that we thought we were in medieval times, and you find right. out it's a Ren Faire <laughs> in the eighties. Just great, great. so fun. Um, um, did you guys ever have Oshkosh, by the way? The what? the children's clothing store. I mean, yeah. Did you guys ever wear Oshkosh? Yeah, as a baby. Yeah, I yeah. miss those. I don't days. know. <laughs> I don't remember my baby clothes. Oh my god! I if they made adult I Oshkosh overalls, I'd wear the shit out of those. Just, just saying. Just so you could feel like a baby again. I want to feel like a baby. I want to be a baby. <laughs> um, so uh, the TV, the TVA agents are, are arriving, and they're looking for, you know, looking for that variant again. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a kind of fun uh, uh, '80s music montage, uh, I'm just with, so happy that they uh, actually paid the money to get that song to use. I need a hero. Oh yeah, hold man, hold that for a hero. So Everybody is using it right now. Um, I've, I've, yeah. 
And yeah, the variant just kind of starts beating the crap out of all these agents and then abducts, abducts Hunter C-20. Oh, shit. And um, something that I, I didn't really like, it didn't really clock for me right away, but the one of the girls who works at the Ren Fair, the one mm-hmm. who had that like funny line, like, yes. hey, you know, some of us, some of us need this. Yes. Um, this could absolutely be just like a freaky, weird fan theory, but some people think that it's that it's Catherine Hahn. Well, it's, it's so funny. That's the weird, right? Because she does have a. I mean, very, it isn't. It isn't like, Catherine Hahn. It no. isn't Catherine Hahn, but it could be like a variant. A variant of, of Agatha. Her. Sure. Which is like pretty far fetched, but I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, she definitely, definitely yeah. looks like her in some sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, so so we go, you know, back to the TVA, and uh, they're gonna bring Loki out to this um 1985 Ren Fair to see if he actually will help them out. And in typical Loki fashion, he is, you know, jerking them around <laughs> right yeah. right away, and um essentially lets the variant like get away um and then and then they prune the place well and the variant is it's displayed later on in the episode more um, significantly but this variant possesses the power of, of of being able to take over people's bodies yeah much akin to how loki operated when he had the staff with mm-hmm. the Mind Stone in it. But didn't But this it. variant is able to possess people. Yeah. Which is yeah. very cool. And Creepy as hell. So scary and so quick as well. Yeah. The mm-hmm. way that yep. they're immediately able to assume other bodies. Um, So uh, they're, they go back to the TVA and um, essentially Mobius is t- tells Loki, you know, like you've got like one more chance to to kind of like prove yourself or, or you're done. And like, um, what does that even mean? So uh, he's trying to, he's, he goes to this library and he's trying to get all this information and basically all of it is classified. Um, I don't know if you two noticed that on, in the background of the library scene, there's like a, there's a big number. There was like a big number on the office building okay. directly behind him. Yeah. And it was uh, 372, which I was yep. like, it might not mean much, but um, it's but probably a comic that... of some sort. Yeah. So uh, I looked it up, and it is a Thor uh, storyline with uh, Justice Peace, oh. who is a character that works for the TVA, and there's oh. like a bunch of oh. this crazy stuff that happens. So Very interesting. Just kind of, you know, put that in your back pocket. You never know. I'll put it in there. Maybe, maybe Justice Peace is working in that direct office right there. Plausible. Know. Um, so, uh, as he's, um, looking over the, these files that he is, is able to read, um, he's looking at Ragnarok and, you know, that uh, Thor Ragnarok is like mostly a comedy, you know, like there, there are some obviously dark and sad storylines in that, but mostly you know, it's most pretty of, funny. most of Asgard gets Destroyed. obliterated, um, uh, the people of Asgard, I mean, but um, yeah, something something clicks for Loki, and he has this theory that the variant is hiding in apocalypses. So he presents clever, clever um, girl. 
he um presents that to Mobius in a really silly um salad water salt and pepper <laughs> scene and well but, but going back to the ragnarok revelation yeah, it was yeah. interesting reading that file i who knew that uh, asgard only has about nine thousand citizens yeah that was a that was kind of very a, small it's not significant i mean that's not a significant point but i was no struck by that well yeah because it, it, it's interesting um in the sense that, uh, I mean, of course, there's a massive loss, like, I'm sure, of, of life when they, mm-hmm. I mean, even, I, I guess, did we ever, did, did they ever say whether or not, like, or how many people escaped to Earth, or? We no, don't get, and, we don't get an how, exact number. And however many it was, cut that, like, however cut many got half, on that ship right. after Ragnarok cut it in half. Right. Um, um, so, I mean, maybe a, um, a third of... They're probably, yeah. or maybe even less. Uh, maybe, a, yeah. A couple yeah. hundred. Woof. Um, but also also that scene where where Loki's kind of standing around with them, getting ready to go to Oshkosh, and they're displaying all the different variants. That oh, yeah. Tracked I skipped Loki. over yes. that. That's hilarious. So you had, like, like, you had Frost float- Giant Loki yeah. with the blue skin. You had uh, uh, one who had just won an, like, <laughs> a medal. I don't know if he was a biker or yeah. a or a, a runner or um, there was one as a Viking. I mean, it was, it was it seemingly uh, too. I think they all have like their own special power too, like, y- like yes. their variant powers. Mm-hmm. They've all, they, they've all actually been featured. Well, some of them have been featured in, in comics throughout the years. Like Viking Loki was a big, a big deal at mm-hmm. some point. Um, but anyway, it was fun. Yeah. Kind of super fun. And, and maybe we'll see those. Yeah. Never know. Maybe, maybe yeah. we're gonna see. They're really the, playing the up his frost giant lineage for the yeah. first time oh, since yeah. Yeah. the original Thor. Yeah, and there's there's a reason for that too. I mean, and yes. I I don't know if we uh, maybe want to finish your your bullet points first, but I I, yes. I have some theories. About oh that. yeah, there's there's it's got there's Mephisto a lot written lot. all over it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Loki says, you know, if everything and everyone around you is destined for imminent destruction, then nothing I say or do will matter because the timelines are not going to branch. So that's uh, that's his point. And he's like, we should go. Let's let's go. Let's go to Ragnarok and test it out. And Mobius is like, yeah, I'm going to take you so you can stab me in the back and escape. And he was like, oh, stabbing in the back is such a boring way to betray <laughs> someone. And, and um, Owen Wilson is like, I, I know your whole life, and you've literally stabbed, like, 50 people in the back. <laughs> I don't never do it again. Oh, so funny. Um, so they go uh, to Pompeii, which we were waiting for that little moment to arrive. Yes. And uh, in 79 AD, right before uh, Vesuvius is about to erupt. And, and the scene is, like, it's funny, but it's also super dark. it's dark. Also dark. Yeah, because yeah. like, like everybody dies. Yeah, um, and he's like, and he's like being silly and being like, "Go live your lives," but he's like, "Nothing matters." And Dance while the you goats. still can. Like, <laughs> he makes a whole thing of freeing the goats. Yeah, which is funny because was... they're also like horned people, like him. Not Aww. the people, right. you know. That, right. That's that's why it was. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Mobius che- checks it out, and there's like no variant energy, and he's like, "Holy shit, you're you're right." Um, they go back to the TVA, and I thought that this scene, I think, just because I 
have a very religious upbringing and I consider myself a spiritual person. She is not a Christian! Oh my gosh. (laughs) The conversation, (laughs) you need to go to your room for a couple minutes. You're right, you're absolutely right. Um, The conversation that Mobius and Loki have was just really, really fascinating Mm -hmm. about, you know, believing in things that you don't see or don't understand. Yeah. And, um, yeah, some some really, like, fascinating thoughts in there. Well, yeah, he's Um, just, like, describing, um, like, where he's from. Like, you know, he's mm -hmm. got the Frost Giants and the Odin Sun and la, la, la. He's just like, how is that not crazy? He's like, how are you you able to, like, believe in that, but you can't believe in in this? Yeah, right. Like the Time Weavers. (laughs) Was this the conversation where he was uh, was talking about how no one's ever really good or bad mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i was just so, thinking back to to not only himself but thinking of his dad who, sure who uh is the yeah. kind of the epitome for that he on the one hand you know he was a father who took loki in and protected asgard but when you find out the history in ragnarok that he and hella laid waste to entire civilizations to build asgard yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of really, uh, really kind of like deep questions and answers there. And and Mobius, you know, says like existence is chaos, and this you know moment in time is real because I believe it's real. Yeah. And um, I think was it that conversation that we also found out about his love for his jet skis? Jet skis. <laughs> yes. jet skis. Super wholesome. Yeah. Loved that. Um, and, uh, after, after Loki says, you know, no one bad is ever truly bad. No one good is ever truly good. Um, uh, you know, ding, 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 light goes off for Mobius and he runs and says, okay, so there was this candy left by the variant and I, you know, we had it run for testing and they didn't pick anything up, but, um, and there's our kablooey gum making, making an appearance again. And... They do some research and find out that the gum was made between 2047 and 2051 and sold on Earth. Which, I mean, I'm just going to give myself a little pat on the back because I remember we were talking about in episode one when we were saying like, oh, the timekeepers, you know, like my theory was that they kind of like know like the whole string Mm -hmm. of time, not just the Mm -hmm. past and the present, but also the future. And this is sort of confirmation of that that being said i know in that that same conversation you were talking about with mobius he was like but they haven't really figured out the epilogue. exactly what the future yeah, yeah yeah like we don't really know what the end of time is going to be but they they Which at least just, know and and we'll, and we'll get through this summary first but that just raises all sorts of questions about what what's going on here with mm-hmm. the tva and mm-hmm. are they full of shit mm-hmm it kind yes. of kind of seems like it I, after I this am, episode. I, yeah, I yeah. am. I'm. A, I'm pretty much almost 100 percent there. Yeah, that the yeah. TBA is hella sus and that not giving us the full truth. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So they are like, okay, let's try to figure out, you know, <laughs> exactly like what you know natural disaster could have happened d- during those years, and they figure out that. Um, their their place and time is in Haven Hills, Alabama, in 2050. 
Our eyebrows are all very raised Is right Alabama now. Is Alabama now the center of the greatest calamity in Marvel history? Yeah. I think so. Roll Tide. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, wowza. Um, so we arrive at Rock's Cart, which is a big old, um, you know, big box store. And Subsidiary if you, of Roxon. Yeah, if right. you, you know, if Roxon sounds familiar to you, you know, you might have heard about them in Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're mentioned in the Iron Man trilogy, uh, Netflix's Daredevil, and Hulu's Runaways. Does um, the CEO of Roxon get shot in the head in Iron mm-hmm, Man 3 by mm-hmm. fake yes. Mandarin? Yep. Yes. Yep. Also, so uh, apparently opened up like a Walmart. This is something, (laughs) exactly. Um, This is also something interesting in the Thor uh, Thor run from a couple of years ago, written by Jason Aaron and Russell Dodderman. um, uh, uh, Roxxon is the main antagonist, and uh, that that comic run introduces Jane Foster as the new Thor. Oh, Hmm. hello. Hmm. So that's interesting. (laughs) Tis. Um, so now we have this next, um, you know, spooky Walmart scene, um, <laughs> and, and I like to call this, uh, scene Loki versus Loki. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we're seeing this variant as we were talking about before, kind of possessing and assuming all of these different, um, characters. First we have the plant shopper, then, um, the variant goes into Hunter B-15. Yep. Then we have like a shop employee guy, and then a huge camo shirt dude who tries to beat Loki up, and then finally we see who it really is. And Jesus I'm gonna, Christ. our Lord and Savior. <laughs> um, I'm Dave, going to uh, put a pause on that, but um, oh, we'll my talk. God, what a we'll, tease! We'll talk about who who that person potentially is or isn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But they are played by Sophia DiMartino, who we brought up last time. Yep. And she looks great. She does. Um, Doop-a-doop-a-doo. They find uh, Mobius and the other TVA agents find Agent C-20 in, in this, you know, in like some like back room. And she's like, she keeps repeating over and over again, it's real, it's real, it's real. And I don't know what that's about, well, yeah, but what's that's real. But that's scary. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she reveals that she told the variant where to find the timekeepers. Whoops. Oopsies. So um, it becomes clear that um, this variant. Um, is also looking for the timekeepers, but has like a completely different plan. Uh, there are pruning devices all over this giant superstore, and then we're not um, really even sure how many, but I mean, yeah, I think but there are loads of them. At least forty to fifty of them, yeah. Um, it's activated, and as all of the pruning devices go off, then they're sort of like going into some other timeline I, I don't even know like where they're going we don't know truly yet well we we but... do see a like um you know very very fast but like when we go back to the tva we see um 
like one of their computer screens and it's oh listing. yeah yeah it's like oh it's like going insane and uh one of the agents like gets on the phone and is like somebody just bombed the sacred timeline call the fire okay. brigade wowza the sacred timeline bombed the sacred timeline okay i because i have several several questions about that because well you know yeah, like, the, yeah. the those those things mm-hmm. are supposed to I mean, what we've seen of them so far is that they correct the branches, like they basically right. erase the branches. So when you bomb the sacred timeline, it creates branches? That's what's yeah. a little confusing. Well, I think when they're where they're going is what's creating the branch. Do you well, see what I'm saying? Like I think it's like it's like prune and then it's like that's being dropped into like nineteen forty five or whatever, and then there's right. a branch. Well, and I... and the reason it does that is because when when they use these things, yeah, they they kind of destroy everything in their immediate proximity, right? Evaporate everything. Uh, yeah, I guess we don't really know. So like, when you how, drop, what is it? their proximity? Does it just go like you know? Well, wherever a... they drop, they're erasing something that is natural to that timeline. Mm-hmm. Therefore, yeah, but I mean, like, creating does it just the like branch. go out they're in not the radius of like anything. a mile or something, or does it? Uh, you know, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. But either way, even if it affects just small things, yeah. It immediately creates a branch because it yeah. has changed something that happened there as opposed to erasing something that wasn't supposed to happen. Okay, there. well, that, that makes more sense to me. Something something in my head was like, because, <laughs> you know, Daniel's crazy pants. I was going to the place where um, uh, this Loki variant is trying to um, prove that the... Uh, that the sacred timeline is bullshit and that, mm. like, by um, pruning the sacred timeline, she's kind of, like, kind of giving a big up yours to the timekeepers in a sense, like, and, and kind of pulling the, the veil away so that people realize that that's not the real... Oh, I think that their plan is much darker than that. Than an, I think, than well, an, yeah, I think it was yeah. create as many branches as humanly possible... Uh, and and here here's where it gets super interesting. So among this list of places, mm-hmm. we have Titan, the homeworld of Thanos. Right. Yep. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Xandar. Yup. Yep. Home of the Nova Corps. Yup. Mm-hmm. Ego, the living planet, mm-hmm. which is home of Star Lord's father. Yep. Crazy father. Vormir. If you'll remember, that's where the Soul Stone is. Yeah, and that one I think was like way in the future too, which is interesting. It was twenty thirty. It was twenty thirty one. And yeah. t- Titan was nineteen eighty two. Ego was thirteen eighty two. Uh, we even New got York, as early as like New, the year New York nineteen forty seven, which is kind of around the time of Agent Carter, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Tokyo, Japan, in nineteen eighty four, and then they go to Sakar, which is the the planet of the Grand Master from. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, right, and uh, Kree occupied Hala. Mm. Wow, it's so much. <laughs> I, I'm just like the yeah. So like, I I don't know what her I her or their um, you know, end game is or you know what the why why no, why we don't we don't know. It's a big, it's a big mystery at this point, but. Um, in the short term, overwork the the TVA, create so many problems so that many, they can't keep mm-hmm. up with all of them. Well, and actually, you're the, you bring up a great point because I mean, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I mean, it was in the trailer, so um, it 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 seems, at least according to the trailer, that that this Loki variant will make 
their way to the Those TVA places. and yeah, like yeah. be fighting in it. So if if that's her her short term goal was just to create so much chaos that all of the TVA the, the the Minutemen would be you know out of the office for a bit. So just to give her uh give them a uh you know a chance to get in there and cause some havoc or maybe get to the timekeepers themselves i don't know we'll see and the and the possible ramifications of messing with these specific places it's real scary doesn't that mean because you altered the timeline and say thanos's home world that Mm -hmm. there is now a new thanos out there running around yeah and maybe say vormir if you changed everything that happened on vormir is what we saw in the trailer really black widow Mm -hmm. is she alive i don't know i Gamora. Well, now I mean, the Black po- Widow, ha- the Black Widow theory. I think, I don't think it's Black Widow. That photo of like a blonde, like that. That is. Well, it's, it's she's red haired. I thought. I think it's the lighting. I. I wait, wait, what I, are you talking about? In, there's a in scene the, in the trailer. There's a scene in the trailer that shows oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, someone no, I, on Vormir, and a lot yes. of people are like, "It's Black Widow." I think it is. Well, also, people are thinking it's Vormir, and we're not. Like a hundred percent positive, it is right. I mean, it it looks like it. It it does, but like it's okay. no. I think I think um, yeah. I don't think it's Black Widow. I I think that it's this this variant. And since we're talking about them now, let's talk about who yeah, they good. are. Yeah. Um. Potentially, they are Lady Loki, sure. which was the thought possibly from from the beginning and mm-hmm. lady loki is a prominent character in the comics she is real spooky <laughs> in um a comic run from um called dark rain from uh, 2008 to, th- to uh, 2009 she is in cahoots with norman osborn emma frost doctor doom some real scary peeps um and um but I think, and a lot of people also think this, that she's actually the Asgardian villain, the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Because um, in the comics, the Enchantress has a very similar, like, um, kind of headpiece to, to Wanda. Yeah. To Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, in this, they had it look a little bit more like Loki, but, like, the colors of her costume are... Similar. Very similar. And um, she has, like, the ability, she has the powers that we have seen. Well, I'm going to add so more far. fuel to your fire, and well, you may credits. be getting to this, but um, the name, in the like, Spanish. her name in the credits comes up as Sylvie. Sylvie. Yeah, in the Spanish the Spanish dub, it comes up as Sylvie, and um, that the Enchantress. It's yeah. not a mistake, you know. Yeah, and the Enchantress no, is, the um, yeah, Sylvia Lushton. Is, and is her name in the show itself? Um, if you like, pause and zoom and enhance on one of the 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 little reports that they're looking through. Mm-hmm. Um, the name Sylvie Laufey Dot here <laughs> comes yeah, up. Yeah, Sylvie Laufey Daughter. Yeah, which basically is Laufey's yeah, daughter. Laufey's mm-hmm. daughter, right? As opposed to Laufey's son, which is what Loki was. Mm-hmm. Um, and which, I mean, you know, she gets really testy when Loki calls her Loki, you know, he's like, she's like, don't, don't call, call me, me that. that, you know, which is like, you know, because maybe that's what Odin changed her name to, you know what I mean? Like, like you're no longer 
Sylvie, you're now Loki, you know? And she's like, don't call me that. I'm, that's not my name. Right. Like, so her original name is really Sylvie. And maybe we'll find that out later, but. Yeah. I mean, we, it's well, here's just the other so, thing too. it's so much. It's so much to unpack. Like, there, it's all possible the, all too. The... Well, I was going to say that it's possible that the, that the MCU is deciding that both of those characters are now the same character. Yes. They might be like yeah, combining. combining. There's precedent sure. for that. Yeah, like Lady whoever Loki. whoever they are, the the locations of where the timeline branched mm-hmm. is really really scary, and yeah. it has pe- and it has people feeling a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, like I wish that there could be a world in which Black Widow. Could come back. Could and, come back. Yeah. I don't I don't know that that's... I mean, people on Twitter are losing their shit. They're like... <laughs> they're like, the Infinity Stones are in a drawer and, like, Nat sacrificed herself and all... For nothing. Like, you know, it's just like, woof. How but, could you? Um. Oh, you know what? Really quick, before we go on, I, I do want to add um, about... So... Uh, when I saw that name Sylvie pop up, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta look it up. Um, in like the, the Marvel wiki, mm-hmm. it says Sylvie Lushton was just an average girl living in Bruxton until the Asgardians moved their home from Asgard to Oklahoma. Ooh. Oklahoma. Um, and if you remember from episode one, one of the places that Lady Loki or Sylvie visits is Selena, Oklahoma, which is about like four hours northeast of Bruxton. I mean, not sure. Bruxton? Bruxton. Not sure, like, if that really, you know, means anything per se, but it just, you know, it's interesting. Um, But yeah. uh, It says, unbeknownst to Sylvie, these powers were given to her by Loki for yet unknown purposes. With her new powers, Sylvie moved to New York City to become a superhero and join the Avengers, which is interesting um she chose to take on the name and style of amora the enchantress and speaking in a faux asgardian manner um yeah anyway sorry just wanted to bring that up because i thought that was oh also i i amend my previous statement about black widow because she bombs vormir in uh 2301 oh so who knows what that wait what friggin 2301. 2301. Oh, right. It's really far in the future. I thought it was 2031. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I I remember seeing it. I was like, that's so far in the future. But even even still, that would be after. Yeah. Well, well after. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't doesn't make much sense, but I'm sure there's some reasoning for it. Um, I'm curious, too. um, I just thought about this just now, but. the What If series is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's supposed to be, like, very episodic and just kind of, like, you know, each episode doesn't really relate to each other. But do you think yeah. that they might, like, nod to this show, like, as if, like, you know, this catacly- cataclysmic event is, like, causing all of these episodics to happen? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. I the the what if uh series of comics has been around for a long time. So yeah. I I thought they would probably like lean on a lot of those, but Oh, no, no doubt. I I'm just wondering if there is like a um you a know, world that they kind of tie in. Yeah, somewhat. yeah, or if they're all just existing in their own universe each episode, yeah. 
I mean, it's possible. It's also all being overseen by the Watcher, who right. hasn't been introduced to this mm-hmm. being yet. But yes. put them in the category of like TVA-level presence. Totally. I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm sorry to dwell on this, but my head is now spinning about why she chose these locations. Good. Yeah. So if she bombs Titan in 1982. Yep. What if she was. Because she also specifically targets nowhere. Mm-hmm. The planet mm-hmm. nowhere, mm-hmm. that this giant celestial head. These places had infinity stones. Yep. That's That was my thought. Yeah. And, yep. and if. If she wipes out, say she goes to 1982, drops her grenade, and it takes out Thanos, wouldn't it then stand to reason that the prime timeline, everything that happened in that timeline happens differently? There is no Thanos, therefore he never gets the stones, never wipes out half of people, never kills everybody, I'm, and the stones are, are still exist. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind for a second. What about... Uh, the what it, I, maybe these this 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 time bomb has the ability to also delete the time stones or to, not the time stones but just the the stones in general and when the stones go away that also creates a like branch right I mean sure probably probably I don't know. I have no, we have no idea how those little pruning guys work, really. Right. It yeah. was Agatha all along. I mean, I mean, bombing, bombing, uh, ego. Yeah, Star mm-hmm. Lord's never born. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God. Or 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 Star Lord, it's it's a different person, you know, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. It's just a different person. It's not. Yeah, yeah, the the ramifications of <sighs> of this could be very very scary. Mm-hmm. And the creation of other Loki variants, or uh, she also attacks Jotunheim, which is the home mm-hmm. of the Frost Giants. What if Loki's never born? What if she's wiping Loki out of existence? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh, so it... she could be she could be the only Loki variant, right? That being said, if that was the case, then why not just... Unless she thinks that she needs this other Loki variant, like, so she's manipulating him into doing something for her. Well, it it seems to me she knows he's going to follow her. Yeah. Yeah. Because that door wide open. It's like, yeah. come on. <laughs> See you later. Wink, wink. Ugh. Yeah, so that's the, la- that's the last shot of the episode, is um, her going through this portal, and Loki is standing there kind of looking... Should I go in the portal or should Across I? Crossroads. Should I wait for Mobius and the other TVA people? And they're running for him. No! And he goes right into the portal. And there you have it. Yeah. Like, what What a choice. Because I, 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 I think it definitely took me by surprise. I mean, I knew he was going to, like, probably do something, like, seemingly sneaky. and But I, 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 I think that he's still. He's maybe he's just going through just out of pure curiosity and like thinking maybe he could do some good and maybe he can like I I don't know I I'm I'm very interested to see what his purpose his yeah grand there was also purpose, there was also glorious uh, purpose his um one of his lines from earlier on in the episode where he's like 
you know, every anything that happens, I'm always ten steps ahead of all of you. Right. Yeah. Um. So, there, Loki is sneaky as hell. I mean, yeah. there, there is, there's also some. He's a master planner. You know, some realm that he might ish kind of know what's going on and want to be a part of it. Well, and and think about the last exchange he has with the variant, where he says. We kind of have a Star Wars moment of join me and we can take down the TVA together. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know if he's being serious necessarily, but that that's what's so interesting about this show is that I you can never, no matter how much they make you care about Loki, you will you will never trust him. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and is you so shouldn't. Fun. Uh, yeah, it's a super interesting character to be technically the the protagonist of this series because, like you said, we. Just when you think that he's reformed, just when you think that he's having this like moment of clarity and you know maybe a change of heart, he does he does something, he does something mischievous again. Mm-hmm. You know. Do we want to make any predictions yet? Like as far as Lady Loki slash Sylvie, um, do we want to say that this uh, that you know they're misunderstood and that they're potentially doing like. You know, they or at least they they think they're doing like like the right thing, but they're just doing it in a really like spooky way, kind of thing. I mean, it, 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 if it were to go down that road, it would be in the vein of like they're like rebel terrorist, you know? Right, trying to prove that the TVA is a messed up. Yeah, and that's doing that's things. sort of the road I'm going down in my head. Um, I I, I would. At this juncture, I would venture to say maybe that's the most plausible. I I mean, we said earlier in the episode, I don't trust the TVA as far as I can throw them. They It would be a really fun turn, like, to have, because we, we think that Lady Loki slash Sylvie is, like, the main antagonist. But, like, if it's like, oh, wait a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have so much to answer for. I mean, mm-hmm. just consider considering the... the uh, sacred timeline everything that was allowed to happen allowing thanos to wipe out everything and then allowing it to be undone but not really for everyone so when when other characters like doctor strange and thor and if even our earthbound characters if they ever get the opportunity to find out what happened here mm-hmm. there is just so much to answer for yeah yeah that these people that these space lizards have literally <laughs> been allowing things to happen just because they deem it to be what they deem it to be what they want it's a i mean okay also i i gotta i gotta say hey so yeah dino you watch a lot of you know war movies and stuff Sure. (laughs) so is it not just me or does the minuteman like helmets kind of remind you of like germans the right the nazis yes yeah the creepy propaganda posters, yes, in, with the in the cartoon, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. on purpose. I mean, it's this, very yeah, much this on is purpose. not a new Marvel thing. Most of the villainous groups in Marvel comics are ish based on Nazis. Yeah, Nazis. and also the and this was something I was trying to think of in the last episode we were talking about, but in the cartoon at the very end of the cartoon, like in the fine print underneath, like the the title logo or whatever. Um, it says like time variant narrative authority, which mm-hmm. I was like, the word narrative. When you hear that word, it was like narrative department or yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's like 
when I when propaganda I hear the word ministry. narrative, I'm thinking they're they're changing the narrative. You know it's what I mean? The propaganda. Yes, it is the propaganda ministry. The the the, the Joseph Goebbels of yes. space right. and time. I mean, Correct. Correct. So I mean, it's just. So many different bells and whistles are going off in my head. It's like these guys are just like well, and the cult like fanaticism, like even even yeah. for Mobius, who oh yeah, the, the conversation said, that they had. Well, on on the one hand, he says, "I'm glad I've never met them." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the the uh, timekeepers. Yeah, he's never. But met on the him. other hand, he's like, uh, "I don't question anything. I just accept what is. Yeah, it just is." Mm-hmm. And then you think about Renslayer, who over the first two episodes is very uptight about. Or fanatic, or you know, about her devotion to these people. I do what they dictate. I dictate what they tell me to dictate. Mm-hmm. And uh, to add further, kind of intrigue. So in her office, yeah, there were lots the of lots of in interesting there. nuggets in there. Mm-hmm. There's a statue behind her that looks an awful lot like King the Conqueror. Yeah. And the her the the arms are sort of outstretched towards her. You know. <laughs> There's a lot of symbolism going on for sure. Yep. Yeah, I uh, the idea the, the more I we we say this out loud, the idea of the TVA being a bunch of space Nazis is <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. And and guys like Mobius and and Renslayer are going to come to realize that at some point that mm-hmm. they're, they're, they've things been blind are not to it. as you think. Yeah, and 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 that's like part of what like Loki is like trying to do. Yeah, right. I um, I also kind of had a really existential question, um, just about the TVA members. Like, they appear as humans, but like, why are they humans? And like, where do they come from? Who built the like? Did the timekeepers create them, or yes, were they? They created I, them. Yeah, but, but we don't know what that means. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, like, in the what? in the first episode, um, the I can't remember the actor's name right now, um, but the one who has the Infinity Stones in his desk, who Loki oh, has that right. moment with, he says like, I think he says something like, "I'm gonna." What does he say to him? And he's I like, I don't know. Got you like a fish. I'm gonna get you like a fish. And he was like, oh, what, right. What's a fish? What's a fish? And, and yeah, he was like, I don't. He was like, I don't know. I've just always been here. Yeah, he was right. like always worked at the office. Yeah. So he definitely was just created for that purpose. Yeah, and so like if if they're well, okay, I guess if they're I'm I'm there are um sep. <sighs> What am I trying to say? Either we, I'm now I'm maybe answering my own question. I was answer why why these appear as humans, and I believe that there are different factions of the TVA for like each planet? Question mark. Well, I don't know because uh, we because we also maybe s- I mean that wasn't we don't know because they haven't really made that clear. I but I mean that might be information in the comics, but I don't know. Maybe I haven't I haven't read that that um. All, all the comics for the, that have the TVA. You haven't read all Thor. of the comics. I haven't read all of them. I haven't but read all of them. I'm working an, on it. <laughs> another, another. Um, uh, excuse me. I was like really, really like trying so hard to like prove something, but I, it, it, the, 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 the scene, the scene is That's so. Someone dark. like you. It's I know. Like it's you, so Daniel. weird. But <laughs> the scene, the, the I need a hero. That scene yeah, is yeah. like very, very dark, and I think it's obviously on purpose. But. Um, when she skewers one of them with um with the the jousting pole mm-hmm. <laughs> um you kind of see like a little splurge of 
you know, seemingly blood coming out of uh, of the the time the the Minuteman, but I it didn't. I don't know. I know since it was dark, it's like you know maybe it's just dark in color, but it kind of didn't look like blood to me. And I know that we don't really see blood very much in MCU shows, um, but uh, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that I don't know, maybe they don't have like you know human blood. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, I mean, this is some sick game the TVA is playing, so it wouldn't surprise me if they're all humans. I don't I don't know why that is. Yeah. Or or maybe they appear to people. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe it's like a, uh, I don't know, what what's the uh, fantasy equivalent? A, a boggart, kind of? <laughs> no, a boggart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, not a boggart, but like they, they appear, or they, they appear as something... That is relatable to you. Sure. Maybe, maybe oh like yeah, the, yeah. Oh, the, I feel you. Like the Cree AI, like the supreme intelligence of the Cree takes on the form of. Well, yeah. Didn't Alyssa bring up contact the last time, or was it you? I can't remember. Brought up what? Co- the contact. You brought it up. Contact. Huh? You brought it up. Did I bring it up? Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, "You're a lesbian. You've seen it, haven't you?" Oh right. <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> oh shit. I didn't do follow up research on that, but I I believe. All lesbians have seen that film. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, that yeah. goes without saying. You don't even need no. to do the research. I can just answer. For <laughs> the research right. has been done. I can answer for my people. <laughs> right. The hive mind. Um, oh, I, boy. The, random thought. Um, I, you guys have both been into New York and Times Square. Did the TBA, when they were going down the elevator, did it remind you of the Marriott in Times Square? Or is that just me? <laughs> That thought did not pop into my head. It didn't. Uh, yeah. No. I try. I try to avoid Times Square, like the. The Marriott is a good place to go to the bathroom, though. If for some reason place. you do have to be in Times Square, that's a mm-hmm. good place to go potty. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a jaunt. You have to go all the way up the elevator or the escalator. Oh, although but... I will say the the Equity Building. Is if you're Equity, like right off Times Square. Yes. Well, yeah. they don't check your card on the way in the front door. Oh, no. they don't. No. No. Oh, I only they did. only like to get into. Like audition. The, the section where the auditions are. Right. Yeah. Oh, great! There, you heard it from us, guys. All of our listeners in New York City. <laughs> if, if you're if you if you're an actor and you're listening to this and you're in Times Square, and that's you need where to you pee, go to the bathroom. That is where you. The poop. Marriott or Actors Equity. Mm-hmm. I also hear the Bed Bath and Beyond. It's got a nice pooper oh. place. But then you would have to go inside a Bed Bath and Beyond, and that place really stresses me out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's so many choices. Well, it's just like floor to ceiling. There's no rhyme or reason like where no. things are. The pillows are next to the blenders. It's <laughs> it's a nightmare in there. Well, maybe, well, maybe Sylvie bombed maybe Bed she Bath did. and Beyond out of and the sacred I would timeline. I really be grateful for that. I would love it. And I finally won't get oh. more, all, the, all the junk mail we received from those people. My God. Mm, mm. Um, I also got spooked out by... Um, the MCU's ver- like vision of our future, basically, because it feels very plausible. Like the idea of like the swallow going extinct, and like us having oh. a Category Eight hurricane in Alabama. You know what I mean? Like all of these things are just death is just around the corner. <laughs> very spooky. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I mean I mean I think even Mobius like mentions that. He's like there are so there are so many like disasters. How are we possibly going to like figure out <laughs> exactly where where they're hiding? Yeah. Just well, and, the and I, I think actually there was a 
it's hidden in there, but there's an explanation for their their different classes of apocalypse. Because I was mm. rather confused oh, that right. the hurricane in Alabama was a class seven apocalypse. Uh huh. Okay. Or rather, it, was a uh, well, no, sorry, was a class ten apocalypse, mm. and what happened on Asgard was like a class seven. Mm. So I I was confused. I was like, well, how is what's happening How's in Alabama worse? worse? I think I is think it by how many people I think, though? No, I think number one, like a a first class apocalypse is the worst. Ten. Is oh, okay, the least ten is bad. least. Oh, that would make sense. So I see, I see. But the whole decimation of your entire like so Asgard is was only a seven. S- it was a seven. I guess yes. a one would probably be like uh, existence. Yeah, yeah, like, just like, like everything wiped. Every, I mean, everything. yeah, like the time. But what I mean, what's, space what's and time two through destroyed. six? I mean, yikes! Multiverse. Well, yeah. What? what I, mean, I wonder what Thanos's snap would have been. I mean, a, a five. Yeah. <laughs> if I mean, just relative relative to of, like what yeah. we're looking at here, at four. Yeah, probably it, five stars on Yelp. Good job, Thanos. Because you it was only it. in that it was only in that universe. Yeah. Right. True. That we know of. This show is so heady. Yeah. <laughs> it does it, it really does make I mean, you even ask if some really weird questions. Yeah, which is even so if fun. you're not concerned about all of the other implications of how it affects all of the other, you know, Marvel stories and Marvel characters and such, like just the sheer nature of all of the questions that are being asked and yeah. the the general vibe like you said last time Dino like you felt small like this episode yeah. made me yeah. this episode just made me feel like so insignificant yeah i felt like i was like having an existential crisis <laughs> well and <laughs> I'm, like laying on the floor like <laughs> and every I, I, I and as you noted Alyssa, everyone's kind of specifically with Black Widow, but everyone's really panicked about what this means for everything that came before. Right. And was was her sacrifice meaningless? Was Iron Man's sacrifice meaningless? Once we figure out what's going on with the TVA, it'll it will clear all of that up. And I think the feeling of all of that not mattering will subside when we when it gets corrected in mm. some way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it just feels really weird and and really disconcerting right now because the TVA is telling us it it happened exactly as we said it should. Mm-hmm. Right. But the TVA is not going to be granted that power for the entirety of the MCU. No. Yeah, because then it would make it, it would make like for meaningless meaningless storytelling. Yeah. Right. Totally. Like it would be basically like a um you know, like every show would be like the what if series. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and just uh, the emptiness of knowing somebody was manipulating it the whole time, like the what if series. Don't get me wrong; it's going to be very cool. But like it doesn't, yes. like you know, it's just like after each episode, you know, like okay, well that that universe is that's done. not what that's not what, the next. Yeah, yeah, that's not what really happened. No, it's just so. a cool yeah. exercise and like if if small changes were made, mm-hmm. but yes, but uh, it's a yes and show. I'm 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 very fascinated to see what's behind the curtain as far as the TVA goes and, and restoring that sense of like Tony and Natasha died for something and yeah. that it wasn't just emptiness. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's I mean, for nothing. <laughs> no, this is, this is all an exercise to crack open the multiverse, which mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, uh, question number two, um, do you think, 
that the multiverse that they've created right now will be corrected before the end of the show. Maybe. I think we'll have more clarity on what exactly needs to be done, maybe, mm-hmm. to correct it. I don't know if everything will get corrected. Because I guess my, I, my, you know, my my thoughts about the actual movie, um, you know, Doctor the Strange Doctor and Multiverse Strange of Madness, movie. like, mm-hmm. I feel like some kind of cataclysmic event has to happen in the film for people to, like, who people who aren't watching the TV shows to kind of understand what's going on because i mean i don't think that they're going to be like last time on loki you know what i mean <laughs> before we start multiviews of madness but i mean I guess they could but no i mean whatever happens they might allude to it but i i i do kevin feige we've said it has said you don't necessarily have to watch the tv shows right but i'm getting the sense that if you don't you're not going to have as much of a rich experience it's Loki is a lot more than supplementary material. It feels like I it. Feel, I feel that way. I feel that way. Actually, I'll rate them in importance. I'll put Loki first. I'll sure. actually put Falcon Winter Soldier second. Oh, okay. And I'll put Wanda third just because Wanda answered very few questions. Yeah, I feel you on that. Sure. Yeah, it was a standalone. W- w- Wanda was a, a, a an exploration of grief. Right. Falcon of Winter Soldier was similar, but it was... The coming of age of the new Captain, the new America. Captain America, right? Yeah, and and Bucky freeing, you know, mm-hmm. being free. This one is, and uh, also um, the multiverse, the yeah. hour long dance scene of uh, right, the the extended Zemo, the Zemo cut. Yeah, that was that was cut. the most important thing in Hashtag the MCU. Zemo cut obviously, so far. obviously. But this this one feels like I I would I would have to see this to understand what's about to happen. You would think elsewhere. It, I mean, you know, it's uh, I mean, of course, it also has with with the way that the storytelling is going so far, it feels like they also have the ability to sort of tie it up in a neat bow. And well, and again, Michael Waldron is writing or wrote uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. So so whatever happens here, there's going to be there'll be a nod to it at the beginning of that movie. People will get what's happening. Yeah. 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 They could explain. But really, anyone who's running out to see Doctor Strange, I would venture to say 99 percent of them watched Loki. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like Marvel. Marvel fans know this. These shows exist. Yeah. And and they're, they're not marketing to casual fans. Probably not. I mean, casual fans will go see the films and they'll have a general understanding. But. Marvel has a very devoted and a very large viewership. So mm-hmm. they're all watching these shows and they know it. Nobody cares. So. Nobody watches this shit. <laughs> Why are we even water. here then? <laughs> yes. Actually, we're not. <gasps> no. This doesn't exist. Oh, God. Oh. Nothing, nothing is real. Yeah. My head it's, hurts. It's a lot. <laughs> it's honestly a lot to think about. It's a lot to feel. Um. That's they opened That's... the sandbox back open, which is exciting. We talked about it in the first episode about how just showing the Infinity Stones in a drawer was all you needed to do to establish the stakes and to reset everything, but in a in a really wonderful and elegant and really disconcerting way. And it feels like they have so much... It feels like 2008 again, that they have mm-hmm. so much room to... <laughs> To grow, yeah, and, which is incredible. Which is incredible. That is, yeah. yeah. There's nothing like it. It, it. it has been 
copied over and over again. DC, uh, the MonsterVerse with Godzilla. I know Universal was attempting to like do all their classic monster movies in a shared universe. This is the only shared universe who's actually figured out how to tell one giant continuous coherent story and and to be like honest we owe all of that like of course everyone at marvel now is is brilliant and kevin feige we love you always but like the reason that it's so much easier as well is because of the history with the comics right yes and the comics do i mean they they've had continuity people working for Marvel since the beginning of its conception. Yeah. Making sure that when they use other characters from other storylines, that it makes sense that there's no breach of, you know, character or arc or right. what what have you. Like They have to have a way to explain it, yeah. Yeah, and, and they're so... I mean, I just, the other day, bought, like, a, I think, five or six um, Spider-Man team-up comics. Cool. So it's, like, mm-hmm. Spider-Man and Black Widow from, like... 1955 or whatever and then it's like spider-man and uh she-hulk spider-man and tigra like i bought i i got all the ones with like the kind of like female-centric um characters you're a but... lesbian and a woman yeah. and uh <laughs> and a woman but yeah and so it's just like it's it's so amazing and brilliant that they have all of this source material to lean on as well yeah. especially in this this new you know because like the comic nerds like no like they're like oh shit the tva like they're bringing that in that's mm-hmm. gonna that's gonna open up just like you said so many possibilities so much stuff that you can play with and that you can explore well and it's a reciprocal relationship and i'm so glad that like everything stanley created is is god bless you being stanley. brought back and and all of the right subsequent writers of course but we put stan at the top but you know i didn't know what the time variance authority was before i started you know until about a month out of the, the loki trailer mm-hmm. yeah I, I didn't i i i didn't read a ton of comics as a kid so i wasn't sure what the time variance authority was but now we're going back and reading these comics yeah and and it's shedding new light on all of the work that came before, which is so great. It's introducing it to a whole new generation of yep. of readers. And it has really... Daniel and I were kind of talking about uh, nerd culture coming into the mainstream yeah. yesterday. And it's kind of a, a cultural appropriation almost. Where, yeah. like, the <laughs> nerds have been here the whole time. and Now you've taken our culture and mainstreamed it. <laughs> we were nerds from the very beginning, damn it. <laughs> We've been here the whole time. But it, it's cool that it's been democratized. Like, yeah. these comic books have been democratized and and uh, everybody gets to experience it together and you can kind of pick and choose like we've been you know we've been going to the comic store and i went down an avengers rabbit hole and then a thunderbolts rabbit hole and you can kind of find your corner and be happy there and do you want to hear another weird rabbit hole i went down i don't okay <laughs> we're just no gonna end does. right here i'm gonna no, tell you say it. I'm okay tell you say it and I can, i'll cut it if it's um. disturbing <laughs> um There's theories that Lady Loki is traveling through time to correct climate change. That's one of that's your theory. No, it's not my theory. That's a theory from Reddit. A theory, yes. That was one of the that was one of the rabbit holes I went down. I was like, oh, this is fun to undo climate change on one planet in a universe of (laughs) yeah. She should go back to 
the very first um, X-Men series and make it less sexist because <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really yeah. Stop the JFK assassination. You know what? Right? Oh, my gosh. Possibilities are endless. Wowza. Well, that's all my brain can handle today. Yeah. I, like I think I brained my damage. Ouchie. <laughs> my, my head, head really hurts. <laughs> my head really, really, really hurts. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, well, thanks so much for joining us on our collective existential crisis brought yeah. to you by Loki episode two. We hope that you come back <gasps> next time. Yeah. And if you're feeling stressed out by this series, like, don't worry about it. You know, just just like in the same way that WandaVision happened, we're going to get some questions answered. So yeah. don't don't worry. And we're going to go through this together. They are. They are answering questions this time, which is yeah, making it yeah. much more uh, as you just said, Alyssa, uh, Alyssa it's palatable. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it, they're throwing a lot at you, but they're not doing it just to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it feels we're like getting lo- some quick resolution on some, some plot points as we go along, which it, is good. They're being mm-hmm. smart. Like Loki is sort of like the voice of the audience a lot of times. Oh yeah, we oh, are yeah. just as confused as he is. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, we have no idea what he's up to. It's just a brilliant dichotomy mm-hmm. in that way. Yep. Um. Yep. Yep. Uh, join yep, us yep. on Monday for a hell of a Bad Batch episode. Ooh, bitch. Teaser. The, uh, teaser, teaser. The shit hath got real. Yes. As they, they it say. Hath. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Loki on uh, well, the next episode, episode three, will be out Wednesday, and you'll hear from us on Friday, as always. Don't forget yeah, to like it. and subscribe and drop a review in the comments. Yep. Thanks for listening. This is Inside the Tauntaun. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Tino Nikandros. May the force be with you. Always. This is madness. <laughs>